All right, let's do our first uh, apology. He says This guy says, you will know why and you will recognize his voice. Oh, man. What's up, Chris? I believe you do owe me apology, Mr. Grabo. I don't recognize your voice. I'm sorry. Oh, that's funny because last time I called in, you did recognize my voice and you said something quite offensive to me. How long ago was that? Me in turn. Oh, uh, at least a year, if not more. Right. So, so you would think that I should recognize your voice, even though you have not called in over a year. I was probably the most interesting phone call that ever happened on your show. Oh, I mean, oh, not, nothing like a guy with an accurate portrayal of himself wow. and not at all an exaggerated sense of self-esteem. Uh, why do you say that? What makes you so interesting? I believe I told you the next time I saw you, I would punch you in the face. I do. I remember that phone call. I don't remember your voice, but I definitely do remember that phone call. Uh, you remember my voice immediately uh, when I called the first time, or I, it was uh, I had called a few times into the uh, uh, in your face show. Okay, and then I called in, and I I was gonna I don't remember the this, the topic or anything, but I was gonna call and talk to you about uh, meeting you up at uh, Derby Lane, hmm. and uh, you said yeah, and you called me fat, and <laughs> it kind of offended me. And oh, I'm sorry. Are you fat? I, I didn't think that was germane to the conversation. Well, it, it, it could uh, be Jermaine, Tito, Marlon, Randy, or Michael. But yeah. I mean, you 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 brought it up. If I, if, yes. if I called you something that you are, why is that bad of me? Because I did not think that it was germane to the conversation, nor poignant to what we were talking about oh. at the time. Okay. Well, so why does Drew owe you an apology? Because it just sounds like you might owe him one because you threatened to kick his ass. Well, uh, I feel he owes me an apology because uh, for no reason uh, brought up my physical stature when discussing something else. Hmm. Seth, you're a reasonable guy. Well, I mean, you know, it sounds like something Drew would do if you guys were verbally (laughs) sparring. I feel like he could call you fat without actually ever having seen you before. It sounds like Drew Garabo from the old days. And there's nothing wrong with pointing out the obvious. Right. Like, if you weren't fat and I said, hey, you're fat, then I can understand you being upset. But as a portly gentleman, I certainly, you sound very self-aware. I don't see what I did was so wrong, especially in the very incendiary in-your-face days of Drew Garabo. Like I said, I I just didn't see why it was important to bring up or or what it mattered what my physical size was okay. as it pertained to the conversation. Let me say this. I, I admire the rude f- of you that Yeah, no, it was rude. Least- it was a very rude show, but let me say this. I'm I'm very uh impressed with the fact that you still listen to the show uh some year after uh you 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 and I had those words. Uh I don't know if you've seen me in public since then, but I admire your restraint and not punching <laughs> me in the face. <laughs> Uh, but but thank you for still listening. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you're going to pull out the old, oh, I just happen to be listening today card, but uh, it's nice that you're still no, listening. I've continued to listen. I've continued to listen, and I've, I've enjoyed how your show has improved. Thank you. Uh, I, I think with the addition of uh, Seth uh, kind of leading the way and showing that, I don't know if it's if you're trying to do it or you're not trying to do it, but it, uh, it shows as though Seth kind of runs the game and you're just kind of, going and doing what you're doing but um it seems tamer and you're not as offensive and uh in your face as you will well i am the garabo tamer yeah i am i am merely a puppet and seth pulls the strings i am a marionette and he dangles me and uh, makes me dance every which way so that is very astute of you to notice that um 
I'm in, I'm going to weigh out here whether or not I should uh, apologize Boy, for my really, remarks. It's really hard for you to apologize. I don't. I mean, do I owe him one? What are you apologizing for? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're fat and I called you fat, he's saying that you called him fat when you guys were talking about something totally different that had nothing to do with his call. I, if maybe, I heard him right, maybe he doesn't deserve an apology, but maybe you should just give him kind of a kiss through the phone. A Hershey's kiss because he's so fat. <laughs> no, a real kiss. Oh, okay. Um. I will say this about you, too, something that you, you've said a couple times uh, sure. that you like to be approached out in public uh, as long as you're not with your family. It's not no, no, I love it with my family, too. I got recognized at Village Inn last night by some very nice uh, gentleman, and uh, my son said, God, people do say hi to you a lot. And I said, I love every minute of it. So whether I'm with my kid or not, I love it. I think one one thing that made me mad was uh, in a conversa- a private conversation you and I had up at uh, – Derby Lane, uh, while you were there doing an appearance, uh, I, I went to speak to you about something, and you, your comment to me was something to the effect that you, you don't like to talk to people while you're in public. Oh, boy. That's and a lie. I, that, that's an absolute lie. I was at Derby Lane as a paid a, appearance. I was there to talk to people. That's uh, that's why I found that comment so uh, just— I'm sure that uh, you may uh, have misconstrued that. I, I'm sure that you misconstrued that horribly because when I'm at a personal appearance, I am there for the implicit purpose to meet people and talk to them. So I'm sure that that's something you took out of context, much like you take a pint of Ben and Jerry's out of the freezer from time to time. I see what you did there. <laughs> Chris, if it makes you feel better, I humbly apologize for pointing out that you were a portly gentleman. I hope that you used it much like I used it when Mike Calta told me that I looked disgustingly uh, slovenly on television and used it as a, an impetus for exercise and such. Uh, but, uh, you know, the threat of physical violence notwithstanding, uh, certainly if it upset you so much, uh, I, I do humbly apologize for bringing weight into a conversation where, in your words, it was not germane to do so, my good man. I accept your apology. Thank you very much for doing so. And I apologize to you for swearing on your airwaves and putting your uh, station's license in it. Oh, uh, you swore? I didn't even know that. You you swore? Oh, Oh, you did. Drop the F bomb. I'm really surprised you don't remember my phone call. I'm sure you do. You sound like a guy who would be surprised. Uh, No, it's coming back to me now. Uh, but thank you very much. I appreciate it, and uh, and and I'm glad you're still listening, my man. Take it easy, okay? Be well. I will. Thank you. I remember wow. it now. He said, if I ever see you in public, I'm going to punch you in the effing face. But you remember this guy when you met him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I met. he was at Derby Lane for the poker games that I would do on Saturday nights a couple of times. How big was he? I mean, was- Couldn't you have just trotted away? I, well, I could have never caught you. I, I was not afraid of the threat of physical violence. Okay. Like, there was right. no way he could have caught me. <laughs> that was not going to happen. I could have peppered him with jabs and just stick and move, you know? <laughs> so, Whamnesty Wednesday is out. And if anybody has a good name with some alliteration for making Drew apologize on any day of the week, please tweet it my way at Seth Kush. Uh, Tom says that he was the guy at Village Inn last night. What's up, Tom? Hey, Drew. How are you doing? I'm real good, buddy. Thank you. Thanks a lot for saying hey last night, man. I really appreciate that. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I know people want to keep their privacy and everything, but, you know, it was cool. Yeah, no, I believe me, when I'm when I'm with my kid, there's nothing more uh more gratifying than my son thinking that I'm famous. So people coming up to me when I'm with my kid, I absolutely <laughs> love it, man. Well, he, he thinks I'm a star. I, I would have said hi to Xander because they were talking about him yesterday on your show. Yeah. Uh, that would have floored him 
for me knowing who he was also. Yeah, he would have loved that. If you had said, all right, you too, I think he would have probably passed out in his cinnamon toast pancakes. So <laughs> thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for saying hi. If you see us there again, by all means, uh, t- tell Xander hi too. He'll love that. Oh, absolutely, Drew. Thanks a lot. Hey, thank you, buddy. you got a great-looking family. Thanks uh, a lot for the call. Uh, that, that was only half of them. Thanks. Well, bring the whole clan next time, and uh, pie's on me. Take it easy, man. Nice guy. Oh, no apology. You didn't cuss this guy out? No, I was oh, very okay. nice to him. He didn't climb over he the said, booth? No, he no. came up to me and goes, hope you'll be at work tomorrow. I feel like I was listening to the show. I don't know if this was the In Your Face days, but I was listening to the show when this guy called up. This guy right here? Yeah. Chris, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Hey, girl. I think uh, you and me had a little conversation a while back about who was more popular, Iggy Azalea or ACDC's newest album. <laughs> Man, and and Drew took the Iggy Azalea side. I did. Ugh. I I for I I had no idea that ACDC would out their new release. Not not all of ACDC's okay. album, new release, but their yep. new release, Black Ice. He said that they it sold more than Iggy Azalea's album, and I thought that was preposterous. I thought <laughs> there is no way that's true. Who still buys ACDC? But then I realized, like when you really really dissect it. People who listen to Iggy Azalea, they don't buy albums. Singles. They buy singles or they download the single on iTunes. They don't buy albums. ACDC's fans are stuck in the 1970s and 80s. They're still purchasing compact discs from the record store. And Iggy Azalea was your waitress last night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do do you remember the difference in the, the numbers there? Because it wasn't like you were a little off. I trust you by like eight times. I, I crushed you. <laughs> Yo, you win, dude. Like take your win and 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 act like you've been there before. You're you're right. Uh, let me see. ACDC. Let me just look it up. DC Black Ice Sales. By the way, we're getting some suggestions for the name of this Therapeutic Thursday from Warren Ryan Redbeard. <laughs> take it back Thursdays. Take and it bo- back. And That's Bobby good. said, "My bad Monday." <laughs> <laughs> I like Take It Back Thursdays. That's good. Uh, all right, ACDC's Black Ice sells nearly 800,000 for the year's second biggest release. Now we're going to look at Iggy Azalea albums. No, but you had to to look at total album sales. ACDC was at like 8 million, and Iggy Azalea was a million two or something like that. Uh, Then I thoroughly and wholeheartedly (laughs) apologize for being so inaccurate when it came to uh, Iggy Azalea outselling ACDC. Even if you were right, Carabo, you should apologize for taking the side of Iggy Azalea. I do. And I've never been an Iggy Azalea fan at all. I just thought that uh, ACDC was borderline irrelevant, not realizing that so many ACDC fans still go to their local record store, hopefully the independent ones like Sound Exchange, and uh, and purchase albums. So uh, so I was wrong. You were right, and I apologize, my good man. Hey, you guys are great, and uh, Seth, I even made a video about it. It was so funny. But uh, you did. You guys have a great day. Wait, ho, ho, ho! You made a video about it. Where can I find that? I will, I'll post it to your Twitter. Please you, do. You saw it. You, you actually commented on it. No, I don't remember what you happened yesterday, but, but please uh, p- tweet it to me at Drew on the radio. I'd love to see that video. Thank you. I, I'll, I'll send it to you. Appreciate right, that. Bro. Take it back Thursdays. Uh, Folsom said, how about thirsty Thursdays? People are thirsty for Drew's affection. And then Pan's Party said, Mia Culpa Monday or My Bad Monday. This is great. We could do it every day of the week. <laughs> Wah, I'm sorry, Wednesday. You know, uh, Take it back Tuesday. This really should replace Whamnesty Wednesday. All right. I like it. Uh, I've and a couple of tweets coming in. I've heard of fat whiny losers, but this fat whiny loser takes the cake. Oh, uh, at Seth Kush and the soul brother of the Siegfried and Roy of radio, tame that at Drew on the radio. Uh, kind of like when you ask that chick if she was effing kidding me. I'm not apologizing for that brunch experience. And Ryan Redbeard said, "How can this guy be so obtuse?" That's pretty brilliant. Uh, what's up, Chad? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. It's Take It Back Thursday. Hey guys, how are you? What up, buddy? 
With your articulate level of sarcasm, Drew, you have always, well, been my new talk radio, like, hero. And I called in because you were, like, had open topics, and you made fun of my voice and told me to say it puts a lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. And that just hurt my feelings. So I wanted to call in. (laughs) I'm sorry. I made you say what? Again, really? It puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. How about, how about a little precious? Precious. <laughs> but it hurts, Drew. You're my hero. It hurts. <laughs> but I mean, I can't be the first person who's ever said that to you, my good man. It's like a phone voice. I can't help it. I'm normal and like person, I swear. Seth? I agree with him. I sound like Morgan Freeman off the radio, so I know what this guy's talking about. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> That's right. Um, oh, man. Uh, all right. You know what? I, 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 I apologize. Uh, you just call, you probably called for something else, and, uh, and, and you didn't need to hear me make fun of your voice and say that it sounds like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. So I'll never, ever think of that again when I hear your, uh, your voice, and I'm, I'm very – very sorry, and I certainly won't make light of this situation ever. Thank you so much. I can leave the house again. Wonderful <laughs> show, guys. Chad, you're the man. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. I was going to play the Goodbye Horses song during that. I could tell you were looking for something. I was, but I decided that might not be the best idea since we're, you know, 727-579-1025. Somebody, I don't know if I should read this or not. Hmm. Somebody apologized. For saying hi to me someplace where I didn't necessarily think it was appropriate. Oh, Garrison? Yeah. I mean, I. Wait, people are apologizing to you? That's not how this bit works. <laughs> I. I accept the apology. It, you guys think it's like fair game to be like anywhere like we go, some. Like, we should accept the fact that people say hi to us, right? Yeah, man. If you're outside of your backyard. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Not that I ever expect anybody to recognize me, but I don't leave the house, so. But let's suppose, hypothetically, you and Phoebe. Hey, man, it's happened at weird places. It's happened at doctor's offices before. I mean, it just it happens in strange places. You go with it. That means they, they listen to the show. They, they support you and how you make your money every single day. How so. often do you get to see one of your favorite radio personalities anywhere? So if it's at the doctor, it's going down. But, I mean, what if it's a place where people are... The sex clubs? What? what? <laughs> well, then that's especially where I want them to speak before we do stuff. They rub your shoulders while you were doing nonsense or what? I would just like, uh, in a perfect world, I would love for there to be a relative level of anonymity. What if they just gave you a little L-O-D? That That is good. Some, just keep that's moving. been done. All and right. that's great. All right. But not like a, oh hey, Jugarabo! Oh, my God, it's Jugarabo! Yeah, yeah, okay. That's not cool. A little much. Are you a big fat girl? So, apology accepted and not necessary. Shalom, my friends. Welcome back to the Drew Garabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day. The first rule of the Drew Garabo Live Hidden Cut of the Day is don't talk about it. Just tweet me at Seth Cush and tell me how much you love it because I love you. Kisses, Bay. Lily. Hey, hello. 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 Hi, Lily. You're seven. How are you? Good. Good. 
Uh, I'm going to ask you what something is. There's a story I have about 15 things that kids don't know what they are or will not recognize. Lily, do you know what a pager is? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, we'll go on to the next one. Do you know what a library card catalog is? No, I don't know what that is either. Do you know, Lily, what a VHS tape is? No. Okay. Do you know what an encyclopedia is? No. Do you know what a cassette tape is, Lily? No. She's so awesome. I love her so much. One more. Do you know what a disposable camera is? No. Perfect. Could you put your daddy back on the Oh, go ahead, Seth. Hold on, Seth. Uh, do you know what an iPhone is? Lily? Hello. I think she handed it oh, back okay. to that. Uh, she probably knows what an iPhone is, though, right, dude? Yeah, she, uh, yeah, she uses that in the, my MacBook all the time. She yeah. Was, yeah, she knows all right. that stuff. It's interesting, though, that, uh, that kids today have no idea what the things that we grew up with were, right? They have no clue. They have no clue. They're, they're totally in the dark about that stuff. But yet you hand them an iPhone or an iPad, and they can they just go to town on it right away like it's second nature. It is interesting. You know, but any of that any of that old medieval stuff, they're just clueless on. Yeah. Right on, my man. Hold on one second. We're going to give you something nice from our uh, prize stash. I think we're all out of stuff. No, no. We just don't have the uh, Lil Wayne and Nas tickets. Oh, okay. I think we still have, like, uh, USF Temple tickets and Monster Jam and stuff man, like kids that. kids love Nas. <laughs> Tickets to a high school football game or something. Next brunch, by the way, is Saturday, November the 21st, and it will be at Soho Backyard. That is uh, Saturday, November the 21st. Ugh, I don't want to take line one. Let's go uh, Ashton. Ashton, you are a 12-year-old boy. Yes, sir. How are you today, young man? I'm very good because I'm happy to be here, and I'm really happy talking to you guys. Look at this connection this kid has. Remarkably great connection. Uh, it's good to hear from you. Uh, how was school today? Um, good, I guess. You guess why? What's wrong? What happened? Well, nothing really happened. I didn't really do much. All right. Sounds like my son. What's your favorite subject? Well, my favorite subject is science. Okay, very good. Uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Do you know what a video rental store is? Yes, basically a blockbuster. Whoa. Oh, good Check out the yeah. big brain on Ashton. Uh, do you know what a film canister is? I'm afraid not. Don't be afraid, Ashton. Don't ever be afraid. What about a 45 record adapter? No, sir. Excellent. Uh, floppy disk? No. Oregon Trail? No. That was a good video game. Uh, a road map? No. Oh, all right. Uh, skate key. No. <laughs> Final one, Ashton. What about a disc man? No. Ashton, you're an awesome young kid. Uh, put your dad back on the phone or mom, whoever gave us the phone. Hello. What an awesome kid you've got. He's very polite and very well-spoken. Thank you so much. Thanks. Uh, thank you for exposing him to us. You don't normally let him listen to our show, though, probably, right? I, I totally do. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> totally. You have a fan for life, by oh, the way. He's so great. Uh, is there a uh, is, <laughs> LOD? <laughs> is there a uh, is there a dad in this kid's life, or do you need one? Um, yeah, he has a dad and a stepdad. Oh, all right, very good. Uh, which one does he like better? Uh, probably shouldn't stay with him in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one was a better lover? 
Uh, stepdad. Oh, she doesn't <laughs> mind saying that. All right. No. Well, thank you very much. Hold on. Let's give her something, too. I'm feeling very generous today. Damn. Let's go one more. Well, these kids have great personalities. They really do. I, I, I feel better about the kids we have listening to this show than the adults. Uh, hello, Morgan, a 14-year-old girl. How are you? Good. How are you? Very well. Thank you very much. Well, you sound like a young lady. Uh, how's school going <laughs> so far? Uh, okay, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite subject? Uh, probably science. Okay, everybody loves science. Uh, Morgan, I'm going to ask you some uh, some questions. They will be of the G-rated nature. Don't worry. Uh, Morgan, <laughs> do you know what a disc man is? No. I wouldn't think any kids would know what that is. What about a Rubik's cube? Yes. What is a Rubik's cube? It's like a block, and you have to match all the colors on the same side. That's very good. Yeah, they made a comeback. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. They sell those now in stores. Uh, what about a road map? It's a map for the roads. <laughs> <laughs> She's a freaking genius. Uh, floppy disk. Um, it's like a, instead of like a hard drive, it's like a disk that goes to a computer. How did you know that? That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, what about a 45 record adapter? No, I don't. Remember those little squiggly yeah. things? You put them in the middle of 45? Wouldn't work without it. No, they wouldn't. I actually don't. You don't? No. You know you had bigger records and smaller records? When I came onto the scene, it was the Walkman kind of oh, era. Okay. Before you had the wow. Walkman, you had record albums. I, I wasn't alive yet. You had 33 revolutions per minute, the bigger ones. Uh-huh. And you had 45 revolutions per minute, or RPM, as the kids say. And sometimes you had a 78. 78 and a 16, which ah, was even slower yeah. than the 33. Uh, the 45, to get it to play, there was a bigger hole in the middle. So you had to get a, a 45 record adapter, and they looked like this in this diagram right here. And uh, that's what you had to do to get your record to play. Uh, well, you're awesome, Morgan. Thank you very much. Would you put mom or dad back on the phone, please? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Stay in school. Hello. Hi there, young lady. Thank you very much for letting uh, your daughter join us. You're welcome. And- <laughs> we listen to your show all the time, so <laughs> she was like, why are you doing this to me? And I'm like, oh, you might as well. Yeah. Might- listen, you know. Might as well. <laughs> uh, does she have a father figure in her life, or do you need one? No, she does not. Hello. Uh, I'm available for father figures. Uh, if she, if you need a strong male influence, either with her or in your bedroom, uh, you know where to find me. We're right here Monday through Friday, two to six. All right. I appreciate that. Much needed. Oh, how bad? (laughs) It's been over three years. So wait, hold the phone. (laughs) It has not been three years since somebody laid the pipe. There has to be a reason. Yes, yes, yes. Wait. I did. I think it's more the fact that I'm afraid I'm going to get pregnant, and I probably shouldn't say this in front of her. But yeah, yeah tell her to go earmuffs, right? Yeah, just tell her to tell her to hold her right, hands earmuffs. over her ears and go la 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 la. Because uh, uh, okay, so so it's a fear of getting pregnant, not so much. Uh, describe yourself uh, if you don't mind, please, because I uh, I'm feeling very charitable today. I'm five eight, 120 long, um, brownish blonde hair. Done. That's about it. So done. Uh, if you if you had to say you look like any celebrity, who would it be? Oh gosh. I don't know any celebrity. Hmm. Who, who do I look like? That's your daughter. Yeah, tell her to. I don't know. I'm unique. I don't know. I got green eyes and like a reddish, brownish, blondish hair. Look, I don't know. Louis Anderson. How's that? I look like myself. How's that? Uh, oh, how's that? Uh, how's that backfield looking back there? How's uh, everything looking good? Everything's great. Yep. Full 34C natural. <laughs> her, her kid knows what's going. Yeah, on. Yeah, she knows what's up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, now. <laughs> True or false? This is a very important question. Since your fear is of pregnancy, true or false? Your mouth can get pregnant. False. Done. We're done. We're in. We're in. We're in. But what does that do for me? 
I mean, you know, not very. I, I could tell you on the radio, but I'd get fired. Yeah. So, oh, I got no, you. I got I'm, you. I'm I got kidding. you. I no, got you. Hey, look, a One little, thing leads to another, though. That's what I'm saying. Like a little so, quid pro quo. Like a little. What I'm I hearing is that, are you allergic to latex? No, I've actually gotten pregnant three times on birth control. Oh, I wouldn't trust but, it either then. Yeah. She's exactly. Like, yeah, I see what she's saying. So, yeah. so when I come over, what you're saying is I may not need to use the front entrance. If you're, you know what I'm saying? Knocking on the back. We'll have to discuss that part, but yeah. Yes, we certainly will. <laughs> Situation's highly flammable. All right, well, get rid of your kid for a weekend and me and you, baby. Awesome, thank you. Thank you. I'll babysit while you're hooking up with the listeners. And what's there to discuss? Ain't nothing to discuss. We'll end that three-year drought that quickly. And that's how little long it'll last, that quickly. All right. We didn't get the kids on the phone so you could solicit their parents for sexual that's, conquest, that's right? That's what it was about. Was it? Yeah, the only reason that was, I did a, it. that was a my angle for it. Oh. I, I've been looking for a story just to get kids on the phone so we could do something like that. I didn't that. know that. Mm, now you know. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.